I would like to start this by apologizing to the people, to the people of the world. This is a really weird energy to start the podcast with. Okay, uh, what are we apologizing for? I I understand on an emotional, on a personal level that, that progress comes at a price, you know? I... In order to move forward, like, if you want to you make an omelet, you've got to crack some eggs, right? Cordell, are you confess? Is there a confession coming with this apology? I don't know what you're talking about. Nah, no confession. They're just doing construction, and it seems like my audio is the egg getting cracked for the omelet outside. Well, you know a quick way to avoid the construction noise. Starting the music? Start the music. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Just Super, where we analyze, criticize, and otherwise size up superhero fiction. No story is off limits, and no medium is safe. I'm Cordell, the guy who wants you to stop. Like, stop? Listen. You probably don't know these characters, but they're fun. Stay. Stay. Please stay. And I'm Caleb, uh, the, the boy that this week brought what I will argue is the most powerful character we've ever brought to Just Super. We have brought reality warpers. I brought dupe. Spoilers, goodness. Well, in order to get to dupe, we got to get through my character, which Caleb still doesn't know who I brought this week. I, I have no idea. And normally, like, sometimes we, you know, the, being honest with the listeners, we typically plan our episodes pretty well in advance. Yeah. We plan who we're going to talk about. That way we have time to do the research. Sometimes we start doing the research. For example, um, one time I was going to talk about Angel as one of the small characters and then realized Angel is ridiculous to bring as a small character. He needs a whole episode. Um, and so I changed my mind last minute. We definitely leave room to do that. Normally we tell each other what we're going to do and Cordell has not told me and I'm very scared. Well, you see, Caleb, fans, friends, loved ones, I think I owe Caleb a little extra something here because I am very soon going to force him to watch the new Morbius movie. Oh my gosh, I don't want to talk about it. And I feel like I need to do something, like a good gesture of goodwill to let Caleb know, hey buddy, I'm on your team. And that gesture is I've brought a combo pack of characters to this week's episode. Okay. You're getting, um, you're getting two for the price of one. Did you bring Wonder Twins? I brought the Wonder Twins. Yes! <laughs> ah! Form of whale! Yep, so you're familiar. Oh, I'm absolutely familiar with the Wonder Twins. I am, But I'm not familiar in the fact that I've ever watched anything with them. I'm familiar with them from a cultural standpoint of them getting, like, bullied and memed the heck out of. And you know what? They deserve every second of it. We're going to have a good time. Please dive in. 
So I don't know if you know this, but the Wonder Twins named Zan and Jaina were created by Norman Maurer, William Hanna, and Joseph Barbera for the Hanna-Barbera yeah. television series, The All-New Super Friends Hour. Oh my gosh. This is beautiful. Yep. They, they technically exist in the comics as well. DC Comics has imported them. They've done small things here and there, and they even in 2019 had like a mini-series for them. But none of the wikis give any real information on their comic stuff, so I went to good old-fashioned Wikipedia to get all this information. Heck, yes. Give me that Wikipedia information. This is all from the TV show background. The twins are from the planet Exor and are called Metas, which are genetic throwbacks to an ancient race of Exorian shapeshifters. Their parents died when they were still babies during a plague, and because of their origin, I guess Exorians are racist, and none of them wanted to adopt them because they had that shapeshifter blood, I suppose. Man, racism in comics, Cordell, that never happened. It really, it's really, this is the first time I've ever heard of it. So yeah, let's that's hope the first it's. Time I've, ever even, I've never even heard of racism. Let's until hope now. it's. Oh, wow, that's a lot of privilege, buddy. <laughs> 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 anyway, they, because no one wanted them on Exor, they were adopted by a space circus as sideshow freaks. And the circus's clown was a kind fella who adopted them and raised them as his own and gave them a pet Exorian monkey named Gleek. Gleek, like the thing you can do with your tongue to make spit come out? Yeah, I guess that wasn't a term back then. Okay. Okay, interesting. So they got so now you have racist people with monkeys. Well, no, no, the twins aren't racist. They're victims. They're victim. We have victims of racism that now have a pet monkey named named the Spit Move. Named Gleek. So Jan, Zana, and Gleek eventually, as teens, leave the circus. They escape, and a whole lot of junk happened where they like ended up on a planet where a bad villain guy was planning to attack the Justice League or whatever. So they bebop on down to Earth to say, "Hey, Justice League, this villain's coming to do some bad stuff and do bad guy things." And then after they helped resolve that, they stayed on as the team's official sidekicks. I love it. And this was after the original, because in the uh, in the all-new Super Friends Hour, they had, like, official sidekicks. And apparently the two before them were just these these adults with a dog, and they did not fight. Apparently they did not have any actual powers. So they replaced Scooby-Doo. They replaced Scooby-Doo with... The Wonder Twins the Wonder and a monkey. Twins. Yep. I I need to know everything about them. Well, the fun thing is there's really not a ton of information out there, but they are both shapeshifters with a very specific caveat to their powers. Okay. They cannot activate them unless they fist bump and say, Wonder Twin powers activate. That's beautiful and it fits with everything i know about them yeah and then what will typically follow is they say form of whatever they want to be zan the dude can shapeshift into any form of water so he 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 can just become water he can be solid he can be liquid he can be a shape like just water and that's his power i oh uh, hey, uh, but 
I, mm, what? It's kind of lame. It's it, like it's not a bad power because like, but like I just imagine imagine the okay imagine in your brain Cordell. Close your eyes. Go into that beautiful mind palace I know you have. Caleb, my mind is a blank slate. I'm the tabula rasa. Let's do this. And um, imagine Wonder Twin powers activate. My name's Zan, form of Aquafina bottle. But just the water within the bottle. And so it just like forms into, it looks like an Aquafina bottle and someone's like, oh, I'm thirsty. And then it just falls all over the place because there's no bottle around it. I like to think there's a, well, he can hold the shape. Okay. Yeah, he can hold the shape. I'd like to think there's a world where he's like, form of a nice cup of water. And he goes into a cup and the bad guy drinks him and then he kills him from within. I like to think there's a world with the dark wonder twins that are that brutal. I like to just think like form of entire world ocean. There is a video I'm going to show you later. I have a video presentation. You're going to love it. It's it's along this exact kind of conversation. You're going to love it. That's Zan. Jaina, his sister, can shapeshift into any animal, and it can be any animal from any planet or dimension. So hers is infinitely cooler. Hers is exponentially more awesome because I think in one of their first comics appearance, she turned into a werewolf. She was just like, "Yeah, I'm going to be a werewolf for this fight." I dig this. Mm. I I love how it's just like, "I'm going to turn into a bottle of water." And then she's like, "Yeah, that's cool and all. I'm going to turn into a lion." Um Yeah. She's she's like Beast Boy, but she has to announce whatever she's about to do. That does kind of suck cuz imagine like they have to fight like Batman's. And like Batman is prepared for everything, right? So he's just like, you know, you got Jaina? Jaina. Jaina, who's just like form of you know blue whale, and then she turns into a whale, and then Batman's like, "I've got my blue whale spray." Well, I'd like to think Batman is smart enough to just not let them fist bump. They have to fist bump and say, "Wonder Twin powers activate," so Batman can just restrain them before they touch. It's ridiculous. I love it. So that is Zan and Jaina, and I know, I know what you're wondering. In this combo pack, is there a wait, there's more moment? Is there a wait, there's more moment? Yes, wait, there's more. What? Gleek has powers too. What? Yep. Tell me about Gleek the power monkey. So Gleek is on Exor a very normal monkey. He is a normal Exorian monkey. Amongst Earth monkeys, though, he's special. He, he can use sign language. He can. He's super intelligent and has a stretchy <laughs> tail that's strong enough to pick up a man. <laughs> My name is Gleek, the power monkey. I am able to communicate. I am super smart and I have Mr. Fantastic tail. Well, no matter how smart he is, he still can't speak. So he signs or acts it out Scooby-Doo style. He still can't talk. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, they couldn't give him this one thing. Nope, because this was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Oh my gosh. Scooby, for all his talking, still acted a bunch of stuff out. Yeah, fair enough. Team affiliations, they've worked with Young Justice and the Justice League. Heck yes, they did. Family tree. Obviously, they're twins. I mm-hmm. think Jaina is three minutes older than Zan. Yeah, I mean, her power's cooler. That's older sibling energy. Absolutely. You know? 
and they have dead parents who died during the plague. Uh, and I, did you miss that what? part? I think I missed that part. Their parents oh. died during a plague on their home planet. Oh my gosh. And I suppose you could count that kind old circus clown who raised them. Whose name is? Don't know. We're naming him right now, Cordell. Hornsby. Hornsby the circus clown. Hornsby the space circus clown. I imagine he is terrifying to behold and yet beautiful. That's what I think too, like a biblical angel, but who seemingly traffics exotic animals because he had this monkey and was able to freely give it. Hornsby shows up and just, look, be not afraid. I'm here to help you out from the racist planet, and I'm going to give you a superpower monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Your mortal form could not comprehend. (laughs) I'm going to make sure that you know that you're going to deliver the son of Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Christ is already alive. You're delivering his son. His name isn't going to be Jesus Christ, though. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be Hornsby. You're delivering me. I'm the son of Christ. Well. I live in a constant cycle of being born and unborn. After that fun blasphemy, we're going to move on to the Amorous Entanglement. (laughs) None that I could find. They're children. They're teens. They're teens. They, They actually, fun thing, as a cover... Because because their names are Jan and Zana, Zan and Jana, sorry, their cover on Earth when they're trying to be incognito is that they're Swedish and they're that's that that's their whole cover is that they're Swedish and that's why their names are funny. I oh my gosh, this is beautiful. And actually Thank fun you. little fun little naming history fact. Their names were originally going to be Dick and Jane. But then yeah. they decided against that, and they named they got Zan and Jaina from Tarzan and Jane, uh, which doesn't make any sense for their powers. But that's where the names came from, apparently. I dig it. Retcons, none that I could find because there was scant information on these people. Although it's Fair possible enough. that their comic origin is different from the show origin, but I think that's more of an adaptation thing. I dig it. Are you are you ready for the coolest moment? I'm not, but I am. I'm sending you the link to a video. <laughs> I assume you finished the video. <laughs> Form of an ice gondola. Yes. So, listeners, I'm going to describe it real quick, and then we're going to link it in the tweet for the show. Oh, my This God. is from the Hanna-Barbera cartoon. The Justice League is unable to save Aquaman, so the Wonder Twins are going to go save him themselves. And they fist bump and go, Wonder Twin powers, activate. And she goes, form of seagull. And he goes, form of ice gondola. And turns into a nice little ice seat that she grabs onto with her beak. And then Gleek the monkey hops on and they fly away to save Aquaman. I, oh my gosh. It's like ice gondola is not a thing, but right, right. But that's the thing is he could just say ice any object and become that because ice can be shaped. I now regret saying he had lame powers. Yep. He also apparently in the comics, whenever I guess they were brainwashed when they appeared at one point and he turned into a living whirlpool. I am terrified. Yeah. 
every fear you have of drowning, he can put his hand over you and make you drown. Like, it, 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 I, I get hit in the head with ice. He's scarier than we gave him credit for, but he can also be an ice gondola. He just holds your shoulder and acts like he's comforting, and then he holds out his fist. Yep. Fist bumps and his sister, bump. and you drown. It says, Wonder Twin Powers activate. Form of mercy you're gonna, killing. You're going to die. And then he just kills you. Yep. Oh, my gosh. So, one, that video is magical. Two, I picked these characters because they are memes and because they are lame, but also because they're hilarious and fun. So their their coolest moment is the fact that they are so lame they're beautiful, which means their lamest moment is their entire existence, but I'm not upset about it. I dig it. I love it. Live action adaptations, they actually appeared in an episode of Smallville. What? Yeah, they appeared in like a season nine episode of Smallville played by David Gallagher and Alison Scagliotti, whom, whom I love. She's a great actress. She was excellent in Warehouse 13. And Drake and Josh, she was Mindy. Oh, yeah. But when they appeared, they Gleek wasn't there, but they their phone case protectors were actually images of Gleek, and their ringtones were his, like, sounds from the cartoon. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Smallville was a good show. I still haven't watched it. I'll get around to it eventually. It was fine. It was a good show. Moving on to personal analysis... Do they live up to their potential? Yes. Yes. Only because they have next to none. But what do you want to see for them? Anything. Everything. I love them so much. I want them to have a comedy series where it's an ongoing thing and it's everyone making fun of them and them getting into funny situations and still getting out of it. You want to see like a Venture Brothers style Wonder Twin? Yes. I Or... I don't even care, man. I want to see them do anything because I'm endlessly tickled by them. I love it. And then, in case you hadn't heard enough of me talk, it's time for... Super! Super, 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 super. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Not Super, where we talk about whatever I want and I'm getting crazier. Caleb? Get zany. Which board game would be the best to get stuck in forever? And which would be the worst? Worst would be Jumanji. I could see that. I could see that. Best would be... No, actually, the worst for me personally would be Candyland because I couldn't eat anything. You would die. Except for like, I would, yeah, maybe the peanut butter swamp is safe. But if it's like sugary peanut butter, even then I'm still kind of screwed. Darn my diabetes. Yeah, I would because um, my my best one to get stuck in was going to be Candyland. You know, we're just you know that's okay. It's okay. Uh, the best one for me, I was going to say risk, but with everything going on politically, it's already pretty risky if you know what I mean. Um, that was that was dumb. That was very dumb. <laughs> you know what? I think Game of Life, and I'm gonna explain myself. Caleb. <laughs> because nothing goes badly in the way that the track of Game of Life goes. You have a consistent payday that you hit, and it deposits enough money that you never actually run out of money in the Game of Life. Interesting. You can consistently have four children and a wife 
there are so many consistent things that it's like you live the most average American dream life. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I just want to eat a lot of candy every day and never, never get fat because I'm a board game character. So yeah, Caleb, tell me now about the worst game to be stuck in. Is it Candyland? It's Candyland for me. I would just, because like, I can't really eat anything. Second worst, because I feel like Candyland's like weird, kind of obvious choice. Second worst game is a play, is a game called Cosmic Encounter. Um, what? That it's, it's a really fun game. It's really good. Um, it's basically a game where like each of you, each player plays like an alien race trying to conquer all the other alien races Neat. but none of them are balanced like it's not meant to be a balanced game it's like rock so, paper like, scissors it's like rock paper scissors yeah huh well no rock paper scissors is balanced like you have an even chance of winning oh oh so it's unfair depending on which race it's you unfair play. okay you literally draw a random race of aliens that you play and if you draw the wrong one not Too about bad. That. Not about like that. there's one where it just says you can't win the game, and so you just decide who else wins, and it's called the Kingmaker race. It's dumb. My worst board game to be stuck in would be Shoots and Ladders because it sounds like a lot of fun because it's a lot of slides, but then it's a lot of ladders too, and you're just like just you know the what the origins of that game? What Sisyphusian myth have I been locked into? That I have to keep going up and down these chutes and ladders. Do you know the origins of chutes and ladders? Is it the myth of Sisyphus? It's not the myth of Sisyphus. It's actually Hindu beliefs. Because it's the idea of your life is made by random choices leading to karmic choices. And if you make a good choice, which originally the game had like choices that you made oh. along the path. Really? And so if you made it, if you landed on a space that had a good choice and a good karmic thing... You would go higher. You would ascend. Versus if you landed on a space that you made a bad choice, you would descend and have to go down to a lower level and start. So it all revolves around the idea of like the caste system and building yourself up until eventually you reach a point where you ascend and get to go on to Nirvana. Wild. So I love board games so much. Wait, wait, wait. So the point was to keep... See... When I think shoots and ladders, I think the most fun part is the shoots. But in reality, you only want ladders. You only want ladders. And that just also makes me sad because I love slides, but I hate climbing. But here's the thing. Hindu values work. Yeah. And what is climbing a ladder work? Yeah. I know. I know. I... That's why I'm not Hindu. Did the hero do this wind duty called or did I make it up? It's time for true or false. So this one is actually about my character. Okay, that makes sense. I haven't heard anything about your character. This is all you need to know. And this will explain the trajectory of how this character is going to go. Okay, but first, tell us about last week. All right, last week, everyone got it right. Everyone got it right. Cordell got it right. Everyone on the Twitter got it right. It is the name Beatrice for Domino did not come from Candide. It came from Dante's Inferno. Which this is why the the, the army out there always follows Cordell. I need to come up with like yep. a, a, a fan name for the peeps that follow me into battle on these. We'll get there. What's this? We'll week? get there eventually. All right. This week, first of all, I, I referenced it earlier. I'm talking about dupe. 
If you don't know about Dupe, this will explain the trajectory of the episode and how wild our conversation is going to get. Dupe has only ever killed one person, and it was not with Dupe's powers. It was with an axe, and he did it with just a rusty axe in his bare hands. Is this true or false? Again, I have no information to go on, but I want to say true. Just to believe in whatever wild world this is. Because all I know about Dupe is the picture I've seen. So I'm going to say true. Is Cordell right? Is Cordell wrong? He's going to find out at the end of the episode after we cover everything else about Dupe. But you guys are going to find out next week. Play along with the uh, in the reply to the show tweet. Uh, there will be that game. There will also be a link to the Wonder Twins video. All right, Cordell. I'm so ready for this. Dupe was made by Peter Milligan and Mike Allred in issue number 116 of X-Force in July of 2001. Okay, so he's very young for comics. He's very young for comics. Um, Here's the fun thing about his origin. No one knows where Dupe came from. He is just appeared one day and everyone accepted it. Wait, what? He just appeared and no one accepted it. Now, here there are theories in universe about where Dupe is from. Some people think he's an alien. Some people think he was once a human and that he's a mutant and his mutation turned him into what we now know as Dupe. Captain America swears that he saw him in World War II. What? Iron Man says that he saw him at the Berlin Wall when it was being torn down. What? Also, real quick, in comics, is it currently 2021? In comics, it's currently like 2022. Because, tw- oh, wow. I'm, yeah, I forgot what yeah. year it was. But, like, are you telling me that Iron Man, somehow, Tony Stark is still young enough to be active, but old enough to have seen the Berlin Wall fall? Yeah. That's a mess. That's a well, mess. Well, I mean, he could be, like, in his 40s and have seen it as a young kid, like 40s, 50s. Huh? Look at George Clooney. He's in his 50s, and he's a silver fox. Well, yeah, but I guess it did fall in 89. Fine. Anyway, carry on. But But this is him taking an active part in, like, being there and seeing it. In being there. Like... Which means... He has been seen throughout history somehow. Goodness gracious. Dupe is insane. And for the people out there, Dupe looks like... An uglier avocado with arms and a face. Do you want to know that? I'm going to get... Okay, we're just going to dive into powers. Do you know the reason why he looks like an avocado? Did he possess an avocado? No, he has two brains. One is where his brain should be. Guess where the other one is. Is it in his butt? His brain is in his butt. Yeah. He has a second brain in his butt. And it's the bigger of the two brains. And also, that is most of his being, then, is just brain. It's just brain. How big is Dupe? Is he like, because in my mind, he's a foot tall, like a Pokemon. He's like two feet. He's he's pretty, he's like not small. He's like Danny DeVito size. Danny DeVito is not two feet tall. You can't convince me that he's not. I'm fairly certain. He's like Danny DeVito size. Imagine a Danny DeVito floating around your room right now. I need you to tell me what his powers are. So he has in his run just kind of shown that no one can guess every one of his powers and that he doesn't know all of his powers and that it's just how it is. Now, 
there are some that he consistently has. Okay. Though. The ones that he consistently has is uh, super strength enough that he has beat Thor twice. Oh my goodness. Continue. Psionic and telekinetic blasts that uh, he is paralleled to only Professor X. Oh my word. And he has a whole universe within his body. What? That one time he popped a pimple that he had and accidentally sucked his whole team inside of the universe. And then he had to then pick at the pimple to suck himself inside of his own universe within himself to save his team's subconsciouses from fading into a void. I, it is, it is entirely apparent and clear that this character is funny and is a joke, but in my mind, he's serious and I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I, I can't switch gears into comedy. So he also speaks his own language, which is called dupe speak. Does he just say dupe? No. It's like a fully fledged out like language. Okay. It has its own alphabet and everything. Okay. Uh, and fans have decoded it. Um, and he is incredibly smart. Makes sense since he has two brains. Yeah. Um, he also has the power of flight. Makes sense. Which is obvious because he doesn't he floats, have legs. Yeah. Yep. And he has an accelerated healing factor. Okay. Akin to Wolverine. Of course. And they've just, they canonically, the authors were like, this will be funny, and then refused to explain anything about him or what he is. Yes. Including at one point, there was, um, like, those psionic blasts that he has. He can't do them himself. Wait, what? He can use the telekinesis. The psionic blasts that he has, we only know that he has them because at one point, a villain took one of his brains, the head one, not the butt one, took his head brain and hit it just with a hammer and psionic blast came out. Like he took his head brain out of his head and yes. then knocked it with it a kind hammer? Of used it like a cannon. Incredible. Dupe has not been able to do it at all on his own. This is fantastic. Continue. He has been a part of three teams. Okay. And there's a history, so the teams for the first time is has a story involved with the teams. He was part of X-Force initially. However, it was not the X-Force that's actually X-Force. It was a separate X-Force. So then they got in legal trouble in the comics for using the name X-Force without getting it cleared by the X-Men. Wow, which also means the X-Men are a legal entity that are capable of suing and owning copyrights and trademarks on their name. Yes, so then they changed their name to Ecstatics, and here's the thing about that team of the X-Force, which eventually became Ecstatics. They were not heroes to be heroes. They were heroes because they wanted to be popular, and it was essentially like Instagram and other social media influencers and Dupe is trying an influencer. to be heroes. Dupe was not the influencer. Dupe was just the camera guy. I'm gonna lose my mind. Dupe was just the camera guy who then one time just accidentally showed that he had powers. So he was content to just watch them do superhero stuff and film. Absolutely. And then they were like, whoa, Dupe, you got powers. And he was like, ah, oh, doopy doopy doop. Yep. Wow. He was also, so X-Force into Ecstatics. And then he went into the Jean Grey school where Jean Grey tried to train him, but Dupe is untrainable. Because you can't control dupe. You can't control dupe. <laughs> um, he has a mother 
named Dap, who he hates, um, who will just show up and yell at him in dupe speak, and then he will complain about her. I, wow. Okay. And however, while dupe is not confirmed to be an alien, Dap is. So Dap is an alien, but we don't know. Doesn't that mean you know what dupe, dupe is? is? No, because while Dupe refers to his, refers to Dap as his mother, we can't even confirm that that's his actual mother. Okay, okay, Mama Dupe, Mama Dupe. Now amorous entanglements, none. Look at him. Yeah. Well, no, I'm I'm seeing here on his Marvel fandom page, during an affair with a woman, Dupe ditched her to be with the private detective her husband hired to find him. I didn't find that. Yep. What? Dupe, you madman. Also, I found that uh, Dupe is apparently one of Marvel's few openly bisexual or pansexual characters. This is amazing. It was later explained that he ignored the questions, whether he was male, female, straight, gay. Just ignored the questions. I, I just, uh, there are just things that I missed. Okay, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going because there's more that I'm finding in this. Dupe is one of the more sexually active known characters. So far, it has been more or less hinted that Dupe has had intercourse with Madonna. Two members, a man and a woman of the Westchester County School Board, Warbird, and also unknown male and female celebrities at the same time. Um, It is also... Obviously, I missed this. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm glad we found it. I am going to parents, if, if you got kids listening, it's going to get a little, little adultish here. It is strongly hinted that he practiced some sadomasochistic sexual intercourse with Warbird. <laughs> okay, he even teaches advanced mutant sexuality yeah. at Xavier's school at one point. He is shown teaching the lesson living and loving in your mutant skin. Yes. He's also apparently asked Kitty Pride to marry him, offered her a ring, learned to speak English, and trying to hypnotize and seduce her. I? I don't know how you missed how amorous Dupe actually is, Caleb. Okay, so Dupe apparently gets around, and he is an unstoppable machine. But let's just go on to retcons. Right, none. Yep. None. Every because nothing can be explained about him to the point where you cannot retcon him. Because anything you do actually explain is just the first time it's been understood. Exactly. Cool. So the coolest moment I originally had as he has beaten Thor twice in fights. Yep. However, I'm erasing that. And I'm gonna say everything Dupe does is somehow simultaneously cool and lame he is an ununderstandable being and i will not attempt to boil anything he does down to being cool or lame except lamest moment i don't like that the fact that he can just kind of have whatever power is necessary it's just the character of convenience thing that we complain about occasionally yeah like as funny as he is he is also entirely ruined for any actual storylines because he is just so powerful and funny yeah which i think it's okay to just have a character that is just for comedy and pulse it's just if we're analyzing this from that perspective 
he's kind of lame. He reads a lot like a Rick and Morty character, to be honest. Like everything, yeah, everything about him is like, I was made by Dan Harmon for Rick and Morty, and that's good. Like that's funny, that's fine. It just it yeah. doesn't work great from a like narrative that is not like Rick and Morty's. Now to backtrack because this is actually the coolest moment. You're just structuring one point, this like, dude. I'm I'm structuring this like my brain is structured. Okay, Cordell, it backtracks a lot. I need you to. You know how Wolverine occasionally goes feral and like you have to deal with a feral Wolverine? Yeah, yeah. The litter box alone cleaning that is awful. Horrible. At one point, Wolverine looked as if he was about to go feral and on a killing spree and Dupe grabbed a beer bottle, broke it, and acted as if he was ready to fight Wolverine. He was ready to square off. He was ready to square off with a Wolverine that was about to go on a murder rampage. Fantastic. Beautiful. But I just wanted to shout that out as the actual close moment of dupe is him just breaking a beer bottle and being ready. Didn't you tell me he's also besties with Wolverine? He is besties with Wolverine and they have gone on many buddy cop style adventures. That would be my fun fact. I'd be like, this dude is bros with Wolvie. It is beautiful. Okay, I assume no live action adaptations. Absolutely not. He's appeared as, like, he hasn't even really appeared in cartoons. Like, they have not depicted him, except he's appeared in, like, pictures in the background of things, but that's it. Okay, okay, cool. So, like, he is acknowledged in a, like, oh, fan service we've got to make sure they know Dupe is still here. Yeah. Does Dupe live up to his potential? Absolutely, he does. Yes, quite. And what do I want to see for dupe? I want a dupe verse. I want a universe where everyone is a dupe. But it's like still. Are is it like when Marvel did like Marvel Animals, and it's just all the heroes yes. as dupes? Yes. Okay. That's what I really want, and like I just, I, I just want it so bad because I want. The threat of a Fantastic Four of dupes having to face a Galactus that is just a giant dupe slowly moving towards Earth with just a wide open mouth. And the Silver Surfer is just doof on a surfboard. And it's not even a Silver Surfboard. It's just like a really cool surfboard. It is dupe colored. It is dupe colored, but it has the three fins on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Dupe Marvel Zombies. Was dupe a Marvel zombie? I don't know. I don't think so, but imagine they redo Marvel Zombies in the Dupaverse. I'm looking at this right. No, but apparently he plays bass, which is cool. Uh, more random things about Dupe. Essentially, Dupe is just this wild character that at first, when I picked him, I was just saw the picture and I was like, oh, this will be a cool, funny character that's very fun. Yeah, ha, yeah. ha, ha. And then I started doing research and I was like, oh, my God. Gosh, dupe is unstoppable. Dupe is supreme. Dupe is supreme. So, Caleb, I think I know the answer here. Mm-hmm. Who would win in a fight? The Wonder Twins or Dupe? Dupe. Dupe. Dupe, dupe. dupe wins. You finally dupe did wins it. Every you finally game. did it. I did it. I did it. I finally found a character that can beat Cordell's character. It's like, oh, what are you going to do? Turn into a war pole? Okay, cool. I can cut myself open a little bit and absorb you into our own universe where your subconscious will slowly go into a void. Well, well here's, here's the question. 
is dupe an animal? Because if dupe is an animal, then Jaina can do form of dupe and fight dupe on dupe. And Zan could do form of water dupe. Dupe is not an animal. Dupe is an eldritch god. Basically, yeah. But it's time for the amalgam hour. That is not an hour. Where we come together to put them together. I think this one's pretty easy, and it's just the one dupe it's twins. It's just dupe. The one dupe twins. It's two dupes. Yeah. Two dupe. Two dupe. And they just, they fist two bump, dupe. and they say something in their dupe language, and then they do whatever they want. That's it. There's no restrictions, because dupe. Yeah. So, two dupes. Welcome to the the Hall of Dame Judy Dench. Welcome to the Hall of Dame Judy Dench, the most famous amalgam of them all. We love her. If you would like to tell us just how much you love dupe, because we all know you do, you could email us at justsuper616 at gmail.com. I want to read your dupe fan fiction, and I want it to get really nutty. I want it to get really wild. I want to read it. And we will even have a special, like, explicit episode just for the dupe fiction. I'm going to regret this later. I'm Googling dupe fan fiction. Save that for after the episode. Do that on your own time. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at JustSuper616. Watch that Wonder Twins video. Vote in the poll. See if it's true or false. You could follow Caleb Burley, the number one dupe fan, at Awkward from 1997. And you could follow Cordell, the one who knows that Caleb has already looked up dupe fanfic, at Cordelicious. So it's... Thank you to Cordell for editing this episode. Cordell is the dupiest dupe of all the dupes. Um, uh, he edited this episode. Thank you to Haley Northington, um, the uh, the cooler of the two dupes, uh, for our podcast art. If you like our podcast art and want more art in general in your life, maybe not for a podcast, but just just because you love art, you can find more of it at littlelight97.redbubble.com. The music is by me, the boy who's disturbed at the fact that he just read one line of dupe fan fiction and it made him regret everything he's ever done in his life. Um, if, if this show is produced by the two of us recording into two different microphones in two different spaces, uh, you know what? If you want to be super this week, don't do construction during the daytime, first of all. Just don't do it. Well, if you, I understand why. Like, you don't want them doing it at night. Well, actually, in Memphis, they do construction on the interstate at night. Though. Well, that's the interstate. This is my apartment complex. Fair enough. If you actually want to be super this week, do not do what I did and Google dupe fanfiction NSFW to see what it would pop up. Uh, I regret so much about my life. Yeah, really. The more super you, the more super you want to be, the less NSFW fan fiction you read. No judgment. Unless that's not very. Unless uh, that fan fiction is about punching street magicians super hard in the face. Then read all of that that you want. Yep. Go write fan fiction. That's how you be super. Write fan fiction. Do writing in general. That's how you be super this week. Goodbye. Goodbye.